Hi, welcome to She Inspires. This is a podcast created to inspire community, connection, empowerment, and courage. Designed for women who are committed to standing tall, living bravely, dreaming big, and celebrating life fully. I'm Haley. And I'm Gina Marie. We're back for part two. Part two. Part two. Of check-in. Check-in. She inspires Haley and Gina Marie. Yes. Part two. So happy to be back with y'all. We are so happy. We just talked a lot about Haley, and I'm so excited to talk about Gina Marie. So tell us, Gina Marie. So I was gone in Panama. You have been up to a lot of things. You know what? I have have had a lot of things open up for me, Mm -hmm. and I can't wait to share them with you. So I went to Italy. For 10 days with my husband and my parents. <laughs> on her honeymoon. On my honeymoon. <laughs> and um, my parents were there for Rome and for Porto Venere slash Cinque Terre. And then they left for Venice. And so it was just Rob and myself in Venice. And what I've shared a little bit of is that there were a lot of things that I was concerned about. With Prior going to on leaving this trip, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really concerned about being with everyone for so long and um, being out of my routine and not having alone time and not being able to eat the things that I want that I usually eat and not being able to practice yoga every day and um, none of that mattered. <laughs> none of that mattered on the trip. Like it was such an amazing lesson that um, we make things so much bigger than they ever needed to be mm-hmm. and built up fears and anxieties around things that there's nothing to be afraid of and worried about. And um, I didn't practice yoga while I was there. Even though, let me tell you, I brought my yoga mat <laughs> with me to Italy for 10 days. And, um, and it at first, I remember thinking like, oh, this is going to be strange for me because it's a part of my daily routine. Mm-hmm. And my days were full of so much stuff that it never got in the way. And my body didn't really feel different. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel, I mean, granted, like I felt a little sore um, or stiff from being on the plane. We walk so much though. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of walking in Europe. Rob loves his Fitbit. And so we were walking like <laughs> we were walking like 30,000 steps a day. Oh my gosh. So it's not that we weren't doing anything. You know, we were really active. It was just a different type of activity than I usually do. Yes. Um, and that was fine. Like I was totally okay. And my one of my biggest worries was that when I got back, that I wouldn't be able to do a handstand. Which is crazy, crazy because I've worked on my handstand for two and a half years, three years. So to think that it would be gone in 10 days, <laughs> like now being on the other side of it, I'm like, that's totally not even rational. However, when I was in it, that was a real deep fear. Yes. It was like, I'm going to lose my practice. It's not going to be the same. Isn't that wild that that, that is what our brains do? Mm-hmm. They, they go crazy sometimes. Mm-hmm. And we begin to believe these small thoughts in our heads that, like you said, are very real in the moment. Very real in the moment. And it takes something to be able to 
not let our fears stop us. Right. And not let our fears stop us from doing anything different from, okay, like my fear, it's not that your fears are going to go away. It's never going to be a moment in life, at least if you're up to big things in your life. Right. Where there's not going to be some level of fear. Mm-hmm. Even for really phenomenal things like going to Rome and going right. to Italy for 10 days. Is that the fear is always going to be there and it's using, and what I acknowledge and appreciate you for, Jim, is you used your tools and everything you know to do to say, okay, there's this fear. I have it. I'm going anyway. Mm-hmm. And let me set myself up for success by bringing a yoga mat. Right. It's like your safety belt. Mm-hmm. Just in case. Yes. And yet you still didn't need to use it. And yet it set you up to get there and be there powerfully because there are, I gather these same types of fears actually stop people from going and doing things Absolutely. in their lives. Absolutely. Well, I was actually listening to a podcast a few days ago and it was about a girl who has a whole gluten-free blog. And she said that she didn't go to Europe for years because she thought that there wouldn't be anything she could eat. And granted, I had those same thoughts. Mm -hmm. Um, And at the same time, I did some research and I realized there's so much more to Italian cooking than just pasta and pizza. And what's so amazing is that they have those pastas and pizzas Mm gluten-free. Italy is actually extremely Mm gluten-free. And um, so that was really helpful. Um, (laughs) And... um, and it was just, I, I can't even tell you like what an opening and like an awakening and like a freedom that I found mm-hmm. after, or I have found after this trip. And it's, and it's almost things that I didn't even know um, it was possible to not be chained to. And specifically with eating, um, I usually have a very, very strict diet and I've, as I've shared before, like I've really struggled with disordered eating and, um, I just allowed myself to eat whatever I wanted and when I wanted. And what I've learned from that is that my body, and I've heard people talk about this before and I didn't necessarily believe it. My body knows what it needs and wants. Yes. And I had silenced that voice. Mm-hmm my mind took over and now I can really tune back into what it wants and what it needs. And, um, so when, when we were in Italy, I had pasta for the first time in like, gosh, five to seven years. Um, and it was so good. Mm. Like I cannot even tell you how good it was. I took that first bite and like tears came up in my eyes (laughs) and I was like, why was I, so against this. There is nothing bad about pasta. There's nothing bad about this food. And actually, it makes me feel very happy. Like, And so if that was a huge awakening. And then I had um, an ice cream cone. And I, could, I talked about it for like three days. I was like, <laughs> Dad, Dad, you've got to try this ice cream cone. And he already has one. And he's like, no, I get it. No, I love them. I'm so glad that you enjoy it. I'm like, this is the most delicious thing. Like, it's so crunchy and flaky. And then like when the, when the very end, when like the sorbet or the gelato's in it. And it oh, it's so good. It's oh, my so gosh. Good. This makes me so happy. It's so good. And I love what you're speaking about, Gina Marie, because I know you very well. And I do know that prior to Italy, like you said, 
certain foods were on limits for you and certain foods were off limits. Exactly. And I love that Italy was the catalyst for you to open up in a whole new experience with food. Mm -hmm. And you have a new relationship with food. And I love that, like you were saying, like, there's nothing inherently bad about pasta. Mm -mm. There's actually, well, probably some foods. And, like, in terms of what people's perspectives are and thoughts are on different chemicals or how they're treated. And you could consider that good or bad. And yet, with food that's grown from the earth, that comes out of the earth natural there's nothing inherently bad about mm-hmm. any of it chocolate I know. I know. ice cream i know yeah like, like all of it and yet we label things as good or bad or not for me for me yeah or too much not enough and i love what you're speaking to because this has been my philosophy in recent years of simply allowing myself to begin to listen to my body mm-hmm. and what i need Mm-hmm. Because there will be sometimes when my body craves, specifically in my body, and this is not scientifically proven by anybody, <laughs> so let me just disclaim that. And though there are times when I really crave red meat, like mm-hmm. steak or yeah. a cheeseburger yeah. or something, and I believe it's because I am generally pretty anemic. I have low iron in my right. blood. And steak, as well as spinach and other things, but steak has a high level of iron. Right. And so I think there are times when my body need more of that. actually is like, lady, we need this. Exactly. And I'll be like, okay, well, let me eat that. Exactly. And it's listening and seeing, because there are times, too, where after a meal, do I want chocolate? Do I need chocolate? Mm-hmm. And not even like a, this is good or bad for me, I should or shouldn't, and mm-hmm. it's not. That's something, actually, I learned in Panama that has been... Huge for me. This was said kind of unintentional, not unintentional, it was intentional and like in a moment when we were having a different conversation and it was stop shooting all over yeah. yourself. Stop it. Stop shooting all over yourself. I should do this. I shouldn't right. do that. Right. And instead listening and being like, oh, do I really want chocolate? Or is this just a habit that I'm, I want something different. Right. And sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. Yeah. I mean, one day in particular, I wanted a gluten-free pizza when we were in Venice so bad. And I'm telling you, I marched my sweet <laughs> husband and Rob went with me. We went on like a two-hour adventure to find one. Because, you know, you get lost in Venice. And, you know, we would get lost and we get turned around and then we would end up walking by the same place again. And we're like, wait, how are we here? <laughs> and it was what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And it was what I needed. And, um, and so he just went with me and we just kept moving and we found one and it was like, perfect and delicious Mm -hmm. and what I've come back home with is really listening to that voice Mm -hmm. and letting it speak up and um for example a few days ago my body was really craving um carbs Mm -hmm. and for so long in my past I've been like you know carbs are bad and carbs are not bad Mm -hmm. carbs are actually needed your body is needs them, mm-hmm. especially when they're doing as much working out as, as we do. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I bought this, uh, this pasta that I was actually just sharing with Haley. <laughs> it's and so good. It's, it's actually made out of chickpeas, but it has so much protein. It's so much protein and it's a good carb for you. And, um, so I've been eating it all the time and just allowing myself to have things. I bought this birthday cake ice cream from Natamu, which you <laughs> must have. Bits of cookie dough in it. So good. Gluten-free and dairy-free. Now, of course, like, 
there are things that my body just doesn't process well. So like gluten, I have to get gluten-free things and dairy. Oh yeah, I have to have dairy-free things because otherwise I won't feel good. However, there were things that I still wouldn't allow myself. Like I would never allow myself to have a pasta. I always mm-hmm. make like zucchini noodles or something like that. So it's a big step for me. Mm-hmm. It's a big step for me. And it's also something that I know that not everyone really understands how big it is. Yes. Um, and a lot of people in my life do, but this is, this is huge. And how has it shifted your experience now being home? Yeah. I mean, I, I just really love eating again. I love food again. And I loved food growing up. Like I loved food. And then I got in this period where I was very scared of food. Um, and I love food again. And that's so exciting for me. And I'm really enjoying it. And my body doesn't look any different mm-hmm. having eaten that stuff. Mm-hmm. My body is still just as strong. I would be so bold to say that my body actually feels stronger now that I've yes. given it a break and given it things that it needs. You're fueling properly. Yes, exactly. So I just feel really good. And it's really fun again. Like I love – like last night I took my dad out to one of our favorite restaurants when – and it was just so fun to eat with him and uh. like share um, – and even the last week when we got to have tacos, like it was just, it was just fun. Yes. It's, you know? it's so fun. Like food can be an experience. It can be. And a loving and beautiful experience of people coming together. And that's what it's been for centuries. I know. In cultures across the world. I know. Where people come together and they eat together. It's like we're literally breaking bread together. Yes. And I love that. You've transformed your relationship with food. Mm-hmm. I have. I'm and you very get to enjoy it. it. Mm-hmm. So Italy was just, I, I could go on and on. I mean, and I haven't even addressed like how beautiful it was and, um, and how many sites we saw and just the people there. But it was a life-changing experience mm-hmm. for me for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. And it, and it also instilled a love for travel and culture, which I really want to do more of. Um, and that's a commitment that Rob and I made on the trip. And even when we got married is that for the next three years or whenever, before we have children, like we really want to travel and we want to see all the places that we want to go to. And so really making that a priority in our life and in mm. our marriage. Um, and so now that I'm that, that I'm back, I'm just really excited. And then I, have opened the tiny studio up for the fall and my yes, goal is tell to people have, about oh, the tiny studio the tiny studio i am creating a small intimate studio to um ignite creativity in children and adults and i teach voice lessons and drama lessons and musical theater lessons and um it's been a goal of mine for a long time i mean mm-hmm. haley knows she helped me with with this goal and um, so I'm only working part-time as a classroom teacher. And then the other time, I will be committed to four to five students a week mm-hmm. and sharing my gift of um, individual teaching. Yeah. So I'm really, really excited about that. Mm-hmm. So we're both starting. I mean, we be- actually both don't know what our next year is going to look like. No idea. Really? What a great place to be. Yeah, I actually feel quite good about it. Um and granted, I know that will come like ups and downs and speaking to what you were speaking to in our last uh, check-in part one, when you're doing what you know you're meant to do, there comes so much 
trust and in ease with that. Yes. So there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of ease when an action is correct. And mm-hmm. we've talked about this a lot on part one and on this one of body sensations and yeah. really trusting and listening to your body. And it's so important because there are times when I know that I say yes to something and my body immediately is like, Ooh, wait a minute. Yeah. Or I say no. And I'm like, Oh, Right. I can feel that there are different sensations and mm-hmm. beginning to listen and trust my body and knowing what I want to do, what I, what's the correct action for me to take. And it's so interesting. Even when I was in, um, when I was in Panama, there was one day that I was outside doing something. And I remember being outside and it was really hot mm-hmm. and I was in yoga clothes or something. And I was trying to get, we called it, we had Wi-Fi in Panama, we called it Bi-Fi, because it just went by. Oh, like B-Y-E. Yes, like Bi-Fi. Oh, that's B-Y-E-Fi. so funny. Because it was there, and oh then all of a sudden God. it was gone. And you'd be like, oh. Where did it go? Okay, great. See you later. Oh, man. Um, and so I was managing Bi-Fi, and I was on my computer trying to get something probably printed, and um, Amara came over to me, and I remember I was really short with her and like snapped with her and then she left. And I remember in that moment, it was like a couple seconds after that moment, I was like, I was like, Oh, I don't feel good. Like my stomach didn't feel good. Mm -hmm. Like my body was icky. I was kind of tense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I kind of felt a little nauseous and I was like, Oh, I need to apologize to her. Right. And I like took a second. I was like, my brain started going, do I, it wasn't that big of a deal. Right. It'll be okay. Like, she right. knows, like, your relationship. She gets it. Yeah. She'll understand. And I was like, and then my body still didn't feel good. And I was like, no, I, I that's what's required. I have to mm-hmm. apologize. And I went and I apologized to her for snapping at her. And she was like, well, thank you for, you know, saying something. And immediately I felt better. Gosh. Immediately my body was different because it knew that I had done something that I needed to correct and apologize exactly. for. And it's the same in life. Like you're saying, when you're um, – Gina Marie made a bold request over Instagram and social media the other day that she wants – it's her goal to get four to five students mm-hmm. to tutor and to give lessons to consistently over the next couple months in the fall. Yes. And that – she shared with me. It was a big goal for her. And, like, what were your body sensations like when you were doing that? Oh, when I was posting it? Yes. I was so – like, my body felt very tingly and, like <laughs> – very uh, alert. Yes. Like, wow, you are making a bold request. And not only that, but you're also um, sharing vulnerably. Yes. Because um, there are things that I have goals and expectations that I maybe have never even shared with anyone. Mm-hmm. And being so specific with those goals and expectations, it really takes something. You have mm-hmm. to let your guard down. And knowing that um, some people are going to get it and some people Mm-hmm. May not ride on, ride, yes. be right on board with you. So, um, and it was in you in making that it was the correct choice for you. Right, to do. and my body felt alive, mm-hmm. and that's something that's I've really learned a lot with our Instagram accounts and with sharing. Is the more I share, the more energized I feel, and um, it only encourages me to keep on doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
I, yeah, my body felt drastically different than if I was just saying, hey, I want students. Yes. You know, no, yes. I want four to five students. Yes. Specific. Weekly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So being really sp- specific and intentional with that and um, something that I've been doing while I'm on day three of it is I've been waking up every morning and I've been really laying out my in- my intentions and, and praying and being grateful for things in my life. And the past three days, there have been every single day so far, I have heard back from one student or another student or a reference or something like that. And it's really putting your attention on it and really trusting and asking for what you want. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling things starting to shift into place. Mm-hmm. And that's really exciting. And it all started from you vocalizing. Exactly. What you want. Exactly. Because that's exactly. the thing. We, again, as humans, myself, big time, I think other people are mind readers. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, you should just know. How often do we say this to, like, I've said this to ex-boyfriends before in the past. And people was like, you should know what I want. Exactly. Or you should know what I'm thinking. Stop shitting all over yourself and exactly. stop shitting all over other people. Exactly. Like, let, like vocalize, communicate. Yes, everything gets created through language. And that's what you're doing. You language what you want, and that's the first step to actually getting what you want. Exactly. Starting to write it down, then share it, then share it more. Exactly. Then make different requests, make different promises. And that's how life gets created. And that's when you can um, let people in and to Mm. support you and, you know, you to have those people that you need around you. And um, I feel so blessed that I have so many people around me that are that are willing to take this big step with mm-hmm. me. And um, so, yeah, it's been it's been awesome. And I will say, like taking it back to our podcast episodes, she inspires. I had these goals and I had these dreams, and I knew that I wanted to do it this year to to start it this mm-hmm. year. But these interviews that I've that we've had with these women, they just uh, I'm doing things in a bolder way than I would have. I still would have done it and wouldn't have been as bold and as um, full of inspiration and creativity and just like passion. Yes. You know? So I would say that these interviews, these women have totally changed the game for me. That made the difference. And I know that you feel the same way. Yes. hundred percent. It is... Doing these podcast episodes, talk, we, <laughs> when we originally talked about doing, so our first couple of podcast episodes were on Love Your Belly, mm-hmm. the Love Your Belly movement, and then we shifted into female entrepreneurs, and we, that, we like listened for it, and that sounded correct. That was the next thing we wanted to do. Right. And I think when we first started, we thought, oh, maybe we'll interview three or yes. five. Yes. And now we can't stop. Now we can't stop. And we don't want to stop. There's, it's been so inspiring, so profound, so inspiring, and and the the feedback we've gotten has been incredible. Yeah. Uh, and the impact it's having on us, yes, is incredible. And I'm so excited for more. I know. And we have two that we haven't released yet oh. that we're going to release, and they're extremely powerful. And um, we're only going to keep going and. If you have anyone, listeners, that you think that we need to talk to, let us know. Let us know. We'd love to reach out to as many women as mm-hmm. we possibly can, make connections, hear their story, and inspire you and mm-hmm. inspire us. And that's 
uh, Gina Marie and I, right after we're complete recording this episode, are going to sit down and look at our goals and our vision for She Inspires and Love Your Belly movement Mm -hmm. for the future. And that's something that we're extremely committed to. And what I want to share with you guys is that we're continually in the work of it too. Mm -hmm. And we'd love to create with you. And so that's what we're always interested in is hearing from you and what, what is lighting you up? Mm -hmm. How is she inspires being an, like, how are you being impacted by it? Yes. You know, what is it that really is making the difference for you? And you can do that through our Instagram account at she dot inspires through love your belly at love your belly movement. Mm -hmm. Um, and reach out to us or via iTunes by leaving a review of what you love, what you'd like to see, because we're committed to creation and co-creation and, and creating this as a community. And, and that's what that's what our bigger commitment is. Right. Is to this and what fuels us and keeps us going partly is the impact it's had on us. Right. And we know that if there's an impact on us, there's an impact on others. Mm-hmm. And then through that, we'll continue creating and just going for it. I know. I love it. This one day we came out of our yoga studio and um, there was a, a girl who's getting out of her car and I wish I could remember her name. It's it, Jen. I Jen! saw her yesterday. Hey, Jen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jen, we love you. We do love you. And we saw, I saw her yesterday and she was like, I'm halfway through Danielle's episode. And I was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> and she had her um, earbuds in. And mm-hmm. I noticed when she was getting out of the car that her phone, I saw the picture of us. And so I knew phone. that she mm-hmm. was listening. And she took the earbuds out and she went, oh, oh, I, I'm listening to you right now. And there we were. And it was just like so special. And I've had numerous people come up to me, um, two amazing women after a yoga class I taught. They're just like, it, we can't get enough. Like, we want you to do this forever. Mm-hmm. And so we appreciate you so much. And we'd love to hear from you even more. Yes. Like, that is, that's why we're doing this, is to create a community. Yes, exactly. To con- create a community of women who are out to inspire and who are open to being inspired by other women. Right. And we have other series that we want to bring in. Mm-hmm. And um, get-togethers and events for Love Your Belly Movement and She Inspires. So be on the lookout. Yeah, this is – we actually looked right before we started recording. We started – we released the first episode of She Inspires on March 8th. Yes. And so we've been doing this for five months. Five months of not knowing what we were doing. No. And we just (laughs) went for it. And it's – it almost seems like we've been doing it forever. I know. It seems like this is something that's always been a part of us, and yeah. yet it's been five short, fast months, and we are going to keep creating yeah, and keep going for it, and we invite you to come along with us. And also, something I'm interested in, well, I'll say two things. Something I'm interested in is hearing from y'all about what you're up to Mm -hmm. and what you're creating in your life. And then also like the most impactful thing that you could do for me. And I'm sure Gina Marie feels the same way is go out into the world and rock your life. Yeah. And like from this, take whatever like 30 second inspiration or take whatever female incredible, inspiring human leader, boss, mother, mentor that you've listened to on this and then go into your life and put it into action. Mm -hmm. 
And that for me is total fulfillment of why I do this. Yes. Be your own leader. Be your own leader. Mm -hmm. Create the life you want. Mm -hmm. And we support you in that 100%. 100%. We love you so much. We love you guys. We're so happy we got to check in. Thank you for listening. Yes. We will check in again. Post yes. Europe. Post yeah. Taylor's Europe plans. Exactly. Yeah. We're so excited. Okay. We love you. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.